Hello everyone. Before I get into the podcast, I wanted to give you a quick heads up about my summer book list that is being compiled as I speak. Make sure to check out my socials in the next few days so you can send me your recommendations on what books you believe are quintessential reading. I've worked on this book list for years, years, and just divided the titles into categories by title and author. Plus, because I love y'all so much, I've included Amazon links to each of the books. Hmm. And the best news is that the list is totally free. Make sure to hit me up and tell me your favorite books. Speaking of favorites, nice segue, Lindsay. I'm excited to have my roommate, Laura, join me on today's podcast to discuss none other than country music sensation, Thomas Rhett. You should know that when I asked Laura to tell me three songs she would recommend you listen to, she looked at me like I had horns growing out of my head because there's no way she could just tell you three. So I'm supposed to let the record show that she loves all of his music. This is not an exaggeration. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm ready. I'm, you're born. Born I'm, ready for yeah. this topic. I was. I've waited my whole I life know. for this. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the last nine years. <laughs> Samesies. <laughs> it's episode 215 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm here with Laura, who I would say in my life is the biggest Thomas Rhett fan I know. That's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10, where are you? 45. <laughs> Tell everybody who Thomas Rhett is, if a listener doesn't know. Bless your heart. They should know. They should know. They 100% We're should gonna know. We're going to assume you do, but just in case you don't. He is a country singer. Mm-hmm. Um, he started in like 2012, 2013, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is now wildly successful. Yes, he is. Last year, he won Entertainer of the Year mm-hmm. for, like, the CMA for Entertainer mm-hmm. of the Year. Country Music Association. Oh, yes. yes. That's a good point. Your listeners should know <laughs> what CMA is. I'm just kidding. Um, he is also married to an adorable lady mm-hmm. named Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have three girls and a fourth one on the way. And they're so sweet. And he's his songs are great. And... He's so in love with his wife, which is adorable, mm-hmm. and he loves his kids, and he's just a all-around swell guy. <laughs> so everybody should love him. And he sings great music. He does sing great music. I will give you that. So tell the story about how you discovered Thomas Rhett. So a good friend of mine got married, and she's from Tennessee, and so the wedding was in Nashville. And we were up there in Nashville for her wedding, and... Uh, the rehearsal dinner, after the rehearsal dinner, a bunch of us went to the stage, which was this bar right there on, you know, like the main drag in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And we were listening to this guy play cover music the entire night. And he was really good. And I thought, oh, he's great. That's fine. But you're only kind of halfway listening because it's cover music. And yeah, it's just 
You know it. It's yeah. background. You know it's mm-hmm. just background. But then at the end, he said, this is a song that's about to come out on country music radio. And it's going to be like my newest single. And I think it's really good. And so I'm going to play it for you guys right now. And so we all, of course, like kind of stopped mm-hmm. and listened and looked at it. And we thought it was really great. And so then I thought, man, this guy's really good. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a star. <laughs> so I came back to Houston. I was with my good friend, Emery. And I came back here to Houston. And I said, Emery, I think this guy's going to be famous. And so yeah. we started telling people we saw this great guy at this really cool bar called The Stage in Nashville. And it was awesome. And it was so fun. And um, and his name's Thomas Rhett. Yeah. And then I remember riding in my car and I have like XM radio and it popped up like Thomas Rhett. And I was like, no way. That's the guy I saw. <laughs> and it was. And he's now a star. Do you remember what the song was? Well, no, I didn't remember yeah, what the yeah. song was, but I did just look back. Okay. And it is it goes like this. Oh, that's a good one. Which is a good, upbeat, kind of. Very country. Country, sing-along. but sing along kind of. Anthony. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very Which Anthony. is very important, I think, in country yeah, music. Yeah, I totally agree. So the reason why we're talking about Thomas Rhett is that we just... is because he's incredible. He's incredible. First. No doubt. We went for the first time ever since COVID to an actual concert. It was going to be our Taylor Swift, but she decided to cancel everything. Yeah. TR did not. And it's right. TR I, means Thomas Rhett. Thomas Rhett. That's what his close friends call him, That's including right. his wife. And I remember being up here where I record and I heard you go, ah, and screaming downstairs and I'm yelling, what? And you said, Thomas Rhett, Thomas Rhett's coming to Fort Worth. We have to go. That's right. Boy, did we. You bought every ticket you could, and I bought every ticket I could. That's right. And we did the pre-sale, because we joined his, like, (laughs) fan club, club, which I should... I mean, I'm like the captain of his fan club. I would have thought you have already been his fan club. I I don't understand why I'm not. They must have missed out on that. They must have missed out on that, yeah. Uh But so, I quickly downloaded the app, so that we could get the code, so that we could get in, like, at the pre-sale. That's right. And And we did. And the goal was twofold. One, get vaccinated before we go. Check, check. Which we did. And then number two, get seats so we don't have to stand up the entire time. Because we went to Billy Bob's, which is the world's largest honky-tonk. Yeah, it is. Now, some people are probably slightly judging us right now, thinking, you just went into a building with hundreds of people and sang all over each other? And the answer is yes. Yes, we did. (laughs) We did. Because it's Thomas Rhett. And when Thomas Rhett is coming to Texas, you take risks. And calculated risks. Yes, you but do. But you take risks. And it is as if we were at the stage again because even though it's the biggest honky tonk, half, we were, we were half of it is, is bull riding and the other half mm-hmm. is a dance floor. So it felt very intimate. Yeah. Ne- next to the stage versus where you and I have both seen TR before is a huge stadium Mm -hmm. a couple, three years ago. Right. And then you saw him at the rodeo, which is an arena and huge and tens of thousands of people, I think. I don't know what it is. A lot. A lot of people. And so that, you know, it felt like he was right there. He was was right there. It was, I feel, very appropriate and very fitting that he was our foray into live music again. I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, I would have loved to have seen Taylor, but yes. TR is a great substitute. I agree. And 
The other thing that was wonderful about this is we introduced people to Taylor Swift. Yes. To Thomas Rhett. To Thomas yeah. Rhett. That's right. Thomas Rhett. And I feel like we have some have like now. Because we had 12 people. Uh-huh. We bought a, a table so that we could yeah. have us and 10 of our closest friends. Yeah. And we accepted applications. And then we read through <laughs> the applications. And then we did a short interview. And we checked references. And then we let those people come with us. Right. They had to be legitimate Thomas Rhett fans. I would say that you knew the most. I knew the second. That's and true. And Stephanie knew the third. I think that's all true. And then everybody else, we were celebrating Stephanie's birthday, and everybody else... Newbies. Newbies. So they couldn't sing along, but what are they doing now? They're obsessed They totally are. Guy. I mean, one of the guys, our friend Todd, he like texted me on Monday and was like, so I was just listening to the Thomas <laughs> Rhett song, and I totally see what you mean. The lyrics are great. And I was like, yeah, Todd, they are great. Uh-huh. They're great. Uh-huh. And then Welcome. Alyssa texted us... That Asher, her husband, is just listening to it on the, you know, family Sonos or whatever. Right. It's going all over the house. Their daughter Annie is going to be singing TR <laughs> before you know it. I think that I like him because, like you say, he is... Sometimes people would not like him because he would be in a pop country genre, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense. I would give them that. And Some of his songs are a little poppy. Yes. I would give him that. And then like when you, of course, we have a an under the stairs bathroom that is our celebrity bathroom where we have all of our pictures of people yes. with us, with famous people. <laughs> and Thomas Rhett, you and Thomas Rhett at the rodeo is one of them. And I remember he had on like a moth-eaten white shirt and yes. jeans and was really into sneakers. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't look like a country artist right. either. So some people kind of turn their nose up to that mm-hmm. a little bit because he's not hardcore wrangler, cowboy hat, like a George Strait type of feel. That's true. Boots. He's not. But what has happened in his, I believe it's, is it his fifth album? Yeah, his fifth album that just came out. The whole idea of the album is I'm headed back to my country roots. Right. Because he's from Georgia. He lives in Tennessee. And his daddy is a country music artist named Rhett Akins. That's right. So he goes by Thomas Rhett, so he doesn't cash in on his daddy's name. Mm-hmm. But his dad has been a part of his life, and he's been a part of his dad's life musically. Right. And so I, he, he, his whole thing is, I've kind of gone back to my roots, and he wore a cowboy hat at I Billy did. Bob's. He had a baseball hat on at first, and then he changed into a cowboy hat. And you and I both noticed yeah, and commented, have we ever seen him in a cowboy hat? We haven't. No. We know from Instagram. Yes, we do. He said that that was his fifth show at Billy Bob's. Oh, yeah, we should say that. Yeah. He, he sold out five shows at Billy Bob's. Yeah, two weekends. So a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then a Friday, Saturday. And the last one, he said, I also got my very first cowboy hat, which mm-hmm. I can't believe he didn't have a cowboy hat. I know. I know. I also was looking on the Instagram posts, and someone made the point, the very beginning show that he played, he wore sneakers and a t-shirt and jeans. Oh. <laughs> and the last show that he played, he wore a button-up. Yeah. And a cowboy hat and, and boots. boots. Yes, he like, did. That is a pretty big transition over five shows right there. That is. I mean, hey, he's coming into his own. He is coming into his own. So I, I like him that he can. I like his lyrics. I like his music. He has very sing-along songs and he has very storytelling songs, which right. I like. But when you add the layer of 
country history with his dad. And then you add another layer of this sweet, obvious, in-your-face love for his wife. Oh, yeah. Endears him to you even more. Then you add all of his daughters on top of that. And the first one is adopted because they didn't think she could get pregnant. And then here comes the next one and the next one. We and know the so much one. about these people's lives. That just <laughs> makes it even better. Yeah. And she she is her own entity over here doing some philanthropic work. And she wrote a book and she's raising the kids and she's on Instagram. You should follow her. You know, and she also has a podcast. He, she does? Mm-hmm. Oh. I think she's only put out two shows. All right. But I That's just saw so that great. on Instagram the other day. That That's says so she had a great. podcast. He's great on Instagram, but they put the girls all over Instagram. It's great. But their love story, I was just reading about this, and I'm, I'm going to read it actually from the article. And it says that the Georgia natives, that's Thomas and, and Lauren, met as first graders, became close as church camp-going middle schoolers, and even took a stab at romance in high school. And they dated when they were 15, and it just didn't work out. Aww. The romance flamed out during spring break, and in parentheses it says, his jealousy and possessiveness kept showing itself again and again, (laughs) she explained herself. We remained best friends even after we broke up. They both dated other people and both came this close to marrying other people in their early 20s until her father intervened. And it says, Thomas says, the night of her sister's graduation party, we were buddies and I was there and I've loved that girl since high school and I told her father how I felt. And he said, if you don't tell her you love her, I'm going to. No Her way. dad said that. And then he said, um, he said, okay. And so his next move was, I just want to kiss you one last time. If you don't feel anything, we can go back to being friends. And then it says, spoiler alert, he got the girl. That's so great. Mm -hmm. That one moment, that one kiss on my parents' front porch changed everything. So then... You know that is the song, Want It Again. Oh, no. So the song, Want It Again, is about... It's it's this love story. It's on the newest album. And so it's the one where he says, like, I loved you, and then I kept my heart for you just in case you'd want it again. (laughs) And then in it, it says, I mean, it doesn't say that the dad said that, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it says that she breaks up with her boyfriend yeah. and then he calls her back. I mean, she calls him back and says, will you come over here? Because And he says, yes, I've saved my heart for you <laughs> just in case you'd want it again someday. No, I didn't know that. It's the first song that on the new so- album. Isn't that great? That's so him. There are so many songs yes. that are their like story. I think... It. The one that most people would know if you had to say, what is a Thomas Rhett song? It would probably be Die a Happy Man. Oh, yeah. And that is definitely about her. Even the video is them back in Hawaii where they, I think yeah. they took their honeymoon or something. It was before kids and everything. Just young and in love. I think they got married at 21 or 22. Right. Or Real young. Very, very baby young. There's the Life Changes song <laughs> where he says, I've loved her since she was 13. So, of course, we got married at 21. <laughs> So many Thomas Rhett lyrics that could just work into their lives. Keep going. Sorry. Die Happy Man is what I first remember Thomas Rhett because our friend Carrie, she said to me in my apartment, I remember her sitting on the couch saying, have you heard of this guy Thomas Rhett and this song Die Happy Man? And she played it for me right then. And I thought, oh, this guy's good. 
that didn't latch onto him like I now am latched onto him. But I think that would be the one that most people yeah, would totally recognize. Agree. Because is am I right saying that was his first big huge that was just on... I think so. Week after week after week, it was number one on the Billboard charts, mm-hmm. I believe, in country music. Just because and, it was so perfect. Yeah. And I think he has a song like Beer with Jesus, which was one of the first ones. Like we were saying, it goes like this. That's mm-hmm. another one. Mm-hmm. T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like kind of, I'm going to say poppier songs right. a little bit. But Die a Happy Man was his first like true ballad mm-hmm. that he played that's... Just a great love story, and it's so great. Gosh, it's and the good. words are so great, so good. Whenever we weren't there, the first weekend he was at Billy Bob's, Lauren was there, and we missed it. I think she was there somewhere. I, I think she, she was had, too. She had to be there. He somewhere. said she's here. Yeah, he didn't know where she was. He didn't know where, but we, so we yeah. don't know because she's from or her family, family lives there now. Her we parents, just learned that. He yes. said something like her family's but from there. his mom was there and all oh, the yeah. people were there. And uh, allegedly she can talk to him in his ear pieces that he wears on stage. And she told him, if you want to tell them I'm pregnant, you can. So that's where it was announced that she's having the fourth girl. That's a lot of girls. Family. Fourth girl. But the first one is Willa Gray, and she was adopted from Uganda. Yeah. And I think it was just a moment of Lauren picked her up and Thomas saw it and said, and we got to take her home. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we do this, but let's start working right. out the things. And then basically after they got her home, she was pregnant. I think even before they got her they home, got her, they realized that she was pregnant. And so they were kind of like, oh, look, now we got two. Yeah. That's the Life Changes song, too. That's two under two. <laughs> two under two. Do? <laughs> and she's out of James. And then the last one has more hair than I do as a baby. And her name is... Um, <laughs> she really she, does. Gosh, she has, has so much hair. So much hair. So much hair. You could hair. French braid that hair. You could. They have... Both of them have great <laughs> hair. So all their children are just going to have luscious hair. But her name is Lennon Love. That's so, so fun. So this will be exciting to hear what this third one is going to be named. But they... I think that they are very realistic. I think her book talks a lot about how hard it was for her to have that's a lot of children to have under the age of five right and to be pregnant with another one also on her podcast i i just saw this on an instagram post someone was saying that um in the podcast they had asked like the first episode that came out she had said like someone had asked her do you do you think you're gonna have any more kids and she said, not right now. We're going to just, we're just going to push pause. We got three kids right now. Right. That was plenty. We're going to sit sure. tight good. And then like a week later, she found out she was pregnant. And she was like, yeah. who knew? The Lord had different plans. <laughs> yeah, life changes for sure. That's right. But she says in her book that it was very hard for her to be at home with little ones And she said when she knew there was a problem is that she saw him on TV crowning Miss America or Miss USA or Miss Universe or something while she had baby spit up all over her t-shirt and one screaming kid and another arm and not knowing where the third one was. And she thought, that's when I knew that that I had given up a lot more than what he was giving up. And that they had gone to counseling for it just to figure out 
not that they were ever in trouble, but just to figure out how to do life better. And when they were working through that is whenever COVID hit. And so he got extremely stressed out at the beginning because he was supposed to go, what was the, um, the album before this one? Um, Center Point Road. Center Point Road had essentially just come out and he was ready to do all the stuff with it and go on tour and everything. And all that pushed pause and he was very upset about it. And what are we going to do? And all these people depend on me to make their money. And she said, the world has stopped. So you're not letting anybody down. You're not choosing to walk away from this. Just sit and live with us. Yeah. And know what it's like to put them to bed and wake them up and be here day after day after day after right. day. And he said it changed his life, which is why he wrote this other album, this last album during quarantine. And that's why it's all about going back to my country roots. Right. And all of the songs are very personal and real and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and go you know, country roots. One of the songs on Center Point Road is called The Dream You Never Had. Mm-hmm. And it's about his wife, of course. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, you signed up for this, but you didn't sign up for me to be gone four days a week. Yeah. For us to like live in a mobile home, like a, yeah. <laughs> one of those like a RVs that you drive around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and I love that song. I actually listened to it on the way home from work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it was just a, you know, shuffle. It just popped up on my hey, phone. Hey, it's very short, this last song. I mean, this last album, because it's side A. And then, and then yes. What? So eight more tracks or 10 more tracks? 10 more tracks. Come out I think there's, whenever. I think okay. it's later this summer. And so this is country again, side country A. Again, yeah. side country a. again, side A. And it's 10 songs. Okay. And then there's 10 more in side B. And side B is coming out, I think it's the end of the song. Yeah, whenever. Which is a smart move on his part, yeah, too. Yeah, he like, wrote like 20 songs. Mm-hmm. So he had said, I thought, can I put out 20 songs on one album? And people were like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> but he was like, okay, I'll just do it too then. <laughs> it's kind of like Taylor. It's, it is kind of like Taylor. Yeah. Except for part two on Taylor's, I didn't that love as much. I hope we I, don't talk about that one very much. I hope I like TR yeah. side no, B. We don't, we don't evermore just no, pretend it doesn't we don't, we don't speak about that one. Now, if you had to choose, if someone was a TR newbie, mm-hmm. besides Die Happy Man, which we both discussed, is just your gateway Thomas Rhett song. Right. That's a great gateway song. What? I know you have multitudes, and I know I've taken some of your favorite ones too, but if you had to to give people a smattering of Thomas Rhett songs to listen to... What would you say? How? What would you suggest? Okay, the first one I would suggest is Life Changes. Yes. Because that's, and that's not one I said earlier, Mm-mm. but I think it is. I think it is, okay? <laughs> and the reason why I think that is because it does tell the story of his life. Because he, in it, is talking about how he fell in love with his wife, how he didn't know, um, he wanted to get married, everyone else told him no. That's where he said, like, I've loved her since, the th- since we were 13, it also talks about how he wrote a song called Die a Happy Man. So he like reverts mm-hmm. back to Die a Happy mm-hmm. Man. And then he says now she's famous because mm-hmm. she has a blue check next to her Instagram. <laughs> I mean, that's right. It's, it's great. So it's just a good, I only put that one in there to say that it, it's probably not my favorite one, but it's a good Thomas Rhett song. Yeah. Because it, you learn kind of, a lot. You do. You yeah, learn a lot. It's educational. Yes. You learn about a lot about his life and about yeah. his kids and it's really great. Yeah. So I, I think that's my favorite one. Um, I really also like Marry Me. 
Let's talk about, and Mary I think we should talk about for it, yeah. a, a moment. Marry me is a beautiful, slow, sweet song. Sweet, impactful. You got to listen to the words to get it. Song. Describe. So the gist of "Marry Me" is kind of like Tom Shrett's story. He is in this story in love with a girl, and the girl is getting ready to get married and he loves her and goes mm. to the wedding and realizes that she's marrying someone else. Yeah. I'll wear my black suit, black tied out in the back. I'll do a stroll, shout whiskey, straight out the flask. I'll try to make it through without crying. So nobody sees you. She won't get married. But she don't She's not marrying him. The listener realizes that. Yes. At the chorus. Yes. Because it sounds like she's getting ready. He's He's getting getting ready. ready. (gasps) There she is. He's got his black suit on Uh, and his black tie. She's going to get married. Mm -mm. She ain't going to marry me. She's not going to marry me. Because he's dressed up because he is in the audience. He's attending the wedding. And it's a heart wrencher or heartbreaker because then he also says like, he's contemplating, do I go and tell her that I love her? Do I ruin her big day? Uh, He doesn't. doesn't. He doesn't do that. He decides he's not going to do that. He just sits in the back Mm. and lets her get married to this other guy. Which is heartbreaking. Super sad. Because he wrote it with the mindset of what would have happened if yeah. I hadn't kissed her on her parents' porch. And he did day. have a lot of like backlash because a lot of people were like, whoa, dude, how can you write this? Oh, like, aren't you married to Lauren? And he's like, I know. First of all, he said, you can write songs about things that you haven't experienced. Exactly. But he d- said exactly that. This I wrote this song because I thought what would have happened if I wouldn't have kissed mm-hmm. her, if I wouldn't have been with her. Mm-hmm. And so... Sticks she out wants to, the the whole thing. Yeah, she wants to get married. She don't want to marry, marry me. That's right. No. But mm-hmm. so I've also seen articles where um, people don't necessarily listen to the lyrics, and if they don't listen to the lyrics, it sounds like a they think song. it's a beautiful love song. Not marry me. And I saw one article where Tr was saying like. People have been writing me and saying, like, I'm singing this song at my wedding. And he's like, don't do it. That's not a song for your wedding. I got other ones that you can use for the wedding. Die a happy man, perfect. Marry me not. No. It's not good. Y'all, bless this couple's heart. Some dude proposed to his girlfriend during Marry Me at the Billy Bob's concert. Oh, yeah. Like one table over from us. And I I was so sad for them. And they shut up. They should have. You're at a Thomas Rhett concert. You should know the lyrics, people. And Die a Happy Man was the very next the song very he played. Song. So we were like, if only you had waited And you one know more. he's going to play Die a Happy Man. Of course man. he is. It's going to be his ending second to last song because you don't right. like end on a slow song. But I was just, and sweet him, he sees what's going on. He's like, oh, All the lights, congr- everyone's got their phones up. <laughs> Everyone has their phone li- phones up, turn the lights on, flashlights on, shining it on this but, couple. But then he'll say, as he should, he'll say, hey, congratulations, wish you nothing but the best. This next one's for you. For you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> The last Everybody video them this right now. <laughs> Die a happy man and let's just forget that, you know, don't listen to the music as we see the proposal. I was so upset. It was also great because so he said, stand on the table. 
Oh, yeah. At Billy Bob's. No. So you, this couple that just got engaged, Jordan and Jordan. Jordan and Jordan. Jordan and Jordan, stand on the table. Stand on the table. Uh-uh. And um, and you could see the Billy Bob's people were like, like, no, 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 don't stand on the table. Girl Jordan wanted to, because she like, yeah. Boy Jordan did not want to go to Home the And he was probably like, I just screwed up because I should have waited one more song. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> this is the one I thought I was proposing uh, to. Bless it. Okay. It's tough. What was your next one? Um, my next one is Country Song. Country Song. Yes. Yes. I love that one. What's Your Country Song? Yes. So, What's Your Country Song is on the newest album, mm-hmm. and it is a throwback to all the other good country mm-hmm. songs from the 80s and 90s that we listen to, mm-hmm. like Strawberry Wine and Neon Moon mm-hmm. and ones from George Strait. And then there's even ones like Barefoot Blue Jean Night by Jake yeah. Owen. Like, there's good, yeah. just random country songs that are all all the titles of those songs are in it yes and he's saying like what's your country song yes and it's just a fun because he's upbeat. saying everybody's got that one that's right what's your country song not thomas ranch <laughs> I, I mean I, I would have to I, I don't know because i love all of you know what thomas i would have so much. always said neon moon which it gives me a happy heart that neon moon made it right the, neon moon's the and my maria those are my brooks and dunn's loves because they're good you dancing songs. you got a good oh they're good that but he put garth brooks in there right friends in low places not my favorite mm-hmm. garth brooks song but it's in there george Strait is right. in there it's it's brilliantly written. It really is. It's brilliantly written. And he even does a shout out to his dad. You you are the one that yes, told me that right before I, I think that's figured, awesome. I just figured it out because I don't I don't I didn't put two and two together that Rhett Aiken sings That Ain't My Truck. Which is a great song. His whole that whole premise is that's my woman, that's my house, but that ain't my truck in the driveway. Sad song. And so in this what's your country song he's saying are you upset when you realize mm-hmm. that's not your truck in the driveway well that's a shout out to his dad which i think is just delightful. so sweet just delightful it's so sweet are, were you country when country wasn't cool it's, right it's so great and i think very very appropriate to to show i am getting back into my my country right. roots and it just it is also an anthem song that uh-huh. everybody can sing along with him. Totally agree. We should also say that he is a big fan of Eric Church. I know. And so, which I think that's, that's from the other country song. From I think it's recently he's become a big fan of Eric Church because he's gotten more into this like mm-hmm. country music, like true yeah. country, country music. Yeah. And so he, in one of the articles that I read, a while ago, it was when the new album came out, he was saying he, like during COVID times, he started listening to Eric Church and thinking Eric Church can really tell a story. Mm. And he thought, man, with my last two albums, which I thought were great, but he was like, with my last two albums, I don't know if I was really telling a story. They were good songs, but I wasn't really like telling stories. And this album is good. The entire album, it's only like, I think you said it's only like 30 minutes long. It's all really good. So good. So you've got Life Changes, Marry Me, What's Your Country Song? Yes. And then those are my top three. And then also I really like Remember You Young, Mm -hmm. which is just a sweet song about him growing up. And then it's also about his kids growing up. And then it's just great. It's got great lyrics. 
it's just a good song. What's the new one that is about his daughters don't, dating my daughters? To all the girls who date my... To all the boys who date my girls? To all the... To the guys who date my girls. To, to the guys, guys who, who date, date my, my girls. girls. To the guys who will date my girls. To oh, the... Okay, no. There's a... To the guys that date my girls. Yeah. Okay. It's called To the Guys That Date My Girls. And it's a great song, too. I didn't think I was going to like it when I first heard the title. Because I thought it was going to kind of be like, I got my shotgun. Yeah. Like, I hate you, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Don't vibe. touch my daughter, mm-hmm. kind of vibe. And I didn't... I was, I think that's kind of a little bit overused in country music. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like that at all. It mm-hmm. really... He says, like, these girls are my whole world. world. So know that when you are with them or holding them, you're holding my whole world. Yeah. Which is yeah. really sweet. God, you're so good. So sweet. Mm. I would... I, I liked what's your country song, too. That was on my list. But because you said it, I'm going to pick oh, the other thanks. one, which is country again. That's a great one, too. That's the one where he's saying, I am I missed country. The lyrics are talking about how he's been away from his wife. He's been in L.A. Yeah. His boots ended up in the back of his closet and... That was great, and he acknowledges it, but my roots are over here, mm-hmm. and I'm really glad to be back. That's on the new album. It was good. The other one is Unforgettable. That's a which great is song. very upbeat and peppy and cute, and it's about Lauren, of course. And you they and I were talking about I know one. you and I were talking about how she must feel in the audience. Like, this is about me. That was about me. <laughs> that was about me. Oh, that, that one too. Me. Yeah. <laughs> there I am. Still me. <laughs> That's a good one. And then Craving You, I think, is really mm-hmm. good. It's a duet he does with Maren Morris. It's so good. And I remember we were sitting there at Billy Bob's, and it was Craving You, and I thought, oh, no, what? If she comes out, it's oh, right. right now. Because we talked about this. I have that, I have that dream, that hope. Every, right. time every time a famous person does a duet because Justin Timberlake messed me up. When we went to go see him in New York with Jay Z at Yankee Stadium with Jay Z, you're in New York City mm-hmm. and they start singing Empire State of Mind. And the New Yorkers lose their minds. Because the song's great. Because the song is legit and in, you're in a stadium. Yeah. And all of a sudden you hear in New York, and I thought, man, that girl sounds like Alicia Keys. She needs a raise. And it was Alicia freaking Keys. I know. God. The, the camera panned to her, and, and we were like, nuts. What the heck? Everybody went nuts, awesome. as we should have. Mm-hmm. But because that happened to me, now I think and hope every single time. <gasps> what if they come out? I totally agree. Now, they never have since then, but Do- I still will hold on hope. Do you think that was the hottest you had ever been? I have been um, at that concert, like physically, the way I looked. I was so hot. (laughs) No, no, temperature wise. Temperature wise, um, I will say that in in one capacity, yes, I've I've never been more hot with people way too close to me, stuffed in a subway underground. You're not even on the subway yet. You're just waiting Waiting. for it. That has been the hottest I've ever been with people around me where I'm thinking, we're about to be trampled like cattle. We could be. This Mm -hmm. is Simba Mm -hmm. running from the wild beast. It's going to happen. I agree. This is how we die. I totally agree. Also, I remember being in the stadium 
the Yankee Stadium it was very hot. and thinking there's no breeze. No, no, no. Zero no. breeze in New York in the summer. And when when it did, you get all the weed. That's right. It's secondary weed. So we were a little high. We were a little and high. Super dehydrated by the time we got in that subway. <laughs> about Leisha Keys, she made up for everything. That was my first time to see JT. That was a good time. Several times. It was a good time. So, all right. Is there anything else you would tell people about Thomas Rhett that they need to know before we leave? Tell me. I think there's lots of things that we need Mm -hmm. to tell about Thomas Rhett. Um, One, I think all of his albums are good. Okay. I think we should tell people that it's not just like this most recent album. There's good songs on Life Changes. There's good songs on Centerpoint Road. Mm -hmm. There's lots of good songs. Um, the last thing I think you should also tell people is that he's a believer. Yes. Because we haven't said that. We haven't but said that yet. There is, both he and his wife are really strong believers. I say that they like post verses on Instagram and friends of mine will be like, well, does that make him a believer? And I'm like, well, it does. Okay. It really does. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't post Instagram verses. They're definitely not <laughs> but, an atheist. <laughs> but they are believers. And... There is like this, we were talking about this last night at dinner, there is this like thread through a lot of his songs where there's an aspect of his faith that kind of goes through it, which is really neat Mm -hmm. and super fun. How many concerts have you been to? Okay, I've seen him once in Nashville when when I discovered him. I should also tell you that I told him that too when I I met him. Oh, I remember at the rodeo, yeah. So I said... When you got the holy shirt picture that's in the celebrity bathroom. (laughs) That's exactly right. And I told him the whole story. I said, I tell people that I met you and I discovered you and that you owe this all to me. And he said, thank you very much. I do owe it all to you. And I said, that's right. You totally do. So anyway, so that was event. Exactly. <laughs> so can I get like 10% this of the royalties? Is going in the or bathroom. Like 2% or what? No. Um, and so I've seen him at the rodeo twice. Okay. Um, one time in Shreveport with you yeah. and in Marie uh-huh. when we drove up there and that was a great concert. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was really good. I would say that driving to concerts, like road tripping to concerts uh-huh. is really fun. It I think it almost fun. makes the concert better. It is fun. Um, so then this would be my fifth time to see him. That's so exciting. It's so great. We have already looked to see if he's coming in a, in a, in a larger capacity, even though we loved the intimate setting of Billy Bob's with couple hundred of our closest friends we have looked and he's he's very much east coast so if you're over on the east coast or like wisconsin or someplace like like random idaho and a random wisconsin but a lot of over on the east coast i feel like is where he's starting off so get excited everyone he's so great i love him i do too (laughs) tr he's the best Hey, thank you all for listening. And a big thank you to Laura for helping me remind the world of the essence that is Thomas Rhett Aikens. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to subscribe and review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.